checks will pay us starting All right. Awesome. Good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Monday, July 24th, 2023 CRA meeting at 5 p.m. Or, no, excuse me, it's 8 after 5. Madam, could you do the roll call? Yes, sir. Kenneth Burgess. Charles Proctor. Here. Mayor Monson. Here. Steve Spina. Here. Jody Wilkerson. Here. Lance Smith. Here. Matthew Maggart. William Poe. Here. All right. Um, we've got four business items on the agenda tonight. Uh, does anyone want to pull one, or does someone want to make a motion to pass all four? No, they're business. These are just regular Oh, excuse Oh, duh. You're good. I You're thinking you. consent. You're fine. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> So we got business item 1.1. Go ahead. Okay, Mr. President, I move that we approve the meeting minutes from uh, June 26, 2023. Second. I got a motion and a second. All in favor, say aye. 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 All right. Uh, 1.2, approval of the May 22nd meeting. Move, move approval. Second. Everyone in favor, please say aye. 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 1.3. Move approval. Second. Everyone in favor, say aye. 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 And number four, review of the tentative FY 2023-24 CRA budget. And I turn it over to Ms. Gale. Thank you. Now the fun begins. So let's talk about next year. We get the TVs on. Well, that'd be a good idea. Thank you for the... It's up there. You know, technology. Well, you know, running late doesn't help things, so I apologize. Well, it's Problem. better there anyway. Okay, so here we go. First, we're going to talk about, and let me please introduce <coughs> uh, Jessica Carter and our finance director, Ted Beeson. So if you have any really complicated questions about the budget, we'll pull them up here and have them help uh, provide an answer. So first, we're going to talk about major projects in 2024. Um, if you will remember, last year we did the Oaks, uh, Zephyr Park and Oakside neighborhood plan. There were several um, suggestions of things that we should do in the neighborhood that are quick. Um, and right now we are doing sidewalks in the neighborhood, connecting west to the neighborhoods. The funding for this includes replacing the rusted out um, chain link fence, uh, fences around the two stormwater ponds that are in the Oakside neighborhood. You know, we tell people that they can't have a chain link fence. They're putting in a new chain link fence and yet we have them. We're improving the neighborhood with sidewalks. We need to go ahead and put the CRA standard for aluminum fencing around the stormwater ponds. We're also going to do neighborhood signage in those locations. We want people to feel proud of the neighborhood that they live in. I want them to know the neighborhood they live in. Those who live in Oakside might not appreciate it as much as I do, but um, it will, we want to, again, encourage people to know what neighborhood they live in and celebrate it. Uh, so those are just some of the um, improvements that we want to make in the Oakside Zephyr Park neighborhood. The um, commercial and residential land purchases. So we are faced with having property in the CRA that is, we're tearing down buildings because they're not maintaining them. Um, we are demolishing buildings. There are opportunities for the CRA to make land deals if we can acquire some property. And so the CRA staff has put 240,000 in there for land purchase of commercial and residential properties. I will tell you that we are also working right now on a policy for the purchase of land, whether it be commercial or residential. So everybody knows we're following the same um, standard for every piece of uh, property. It will come before you before the October meeting so that it can be uh, approved 
and we can start off in October with the new policy and purchasing land. Um, can I just ask a question? You just go right question. ahead. Um, so, so now, and just in my mind, when a house is demolished on a lot uh, in the city or wherever, um, a lien is attached to that property. And then the property is typically auctioned off by the property appraiser? At some point it will be. Okay. Um, so, well, well, it depends. It depends. Because um, if, if the city has it dem demoed um, and say, you know, Joe Q citizen still owns the property, there's a lien on that property. Uh, as long as they pay their taxes, then there just stays a lien on the property until they sell. Right. Now, if it goes tax delinquent at that point, then it goes through the process that you're speaking of. Right. right. I mean, or I guess if it's a high enough amount, you could foreclose on the on the right. lien on the property. Right. But anything would still be sitting there, any mortgage or anything. Right. So, so what, is this property that? Can, I'm tr what can, I'm trying to do is I'm trying to prevent us demolishing the house, and it's sitting there with a lien and the property owner not doing anything. So I'm trying to either make a deal with them before we demolish the home and and get the and keep the property on the tax roll with the uh, property um, creating a public private partnership where I have somebody in the wings waiting to buy it once we get it I'm trying to prevent us from paying out demolition cost so, so let me ask you when when the CRA buys a property, isn't it off the tax roll? Dad? It is off the tax rolls. So that's the idea. If I can purchase or if I can make a agreement and have somebody in the wings purchasing it, it'll go right back on the tax rolls. Okay, okay. Um, Frank's house. Um, we, we all know it is Frank's house. I could give you the Frank address. Frank's house on 8th Street? 8th yeah. Street. So I have someone that is going to purchase the home has already, before we purchased it, wanted to buy the home for a project that they are doing. It'll turn out to be a better project. We'll make about $15,000 off of it, and um, we get a better project all the way around. So, um, one of the things that I'm a little concerned about is, let's say we have a house, it's, in, it's deteriorating, and, you know, we demolish it. So now something that goes back is incongruous with the neighborhood. It's a two-story giant block home right next to a cracker box historic home. And Those that are is the kind of issue. things that I think is an issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That will be an issue. The house at the corner of, what is that, 6 and 12? It is now zoned multifamily. So it was a single family. And when did that zoning change? And the only thing that will, you know, now we could do a duplex, not a townhome, but the person next to them who wants to purchase the property or is interested in the property wants to do townhomes, which are two-story. When did that zoning change? Would that not come before the city council or the CRA? Um, it is changed. It's I hate to say it was before I got here. I don't. I think I, don't know I the think date. there's a bunch of those that are actually some it duplex was, lots right, in the city. Zone. Yeah, there's a, when, when we did the rezoning, there was a, downtown is a commercial, community commercial, I think, which was kind of a downtown. And then there's a band that goes around the block from 4th to 6th, and I don't remember how far it goes, uh, it might be 12, and then back, that was multifamily, and it was designed to be kind of a buffer between the commercial and the single family. So there's two ways to look at it. Do we look at it as it over time it will develop into multifamily and two-story, and in the meantime we'll have a mix? Do we look at doing a buffer around something that is multifamily um, and the the single-family homes that are on like 12th and 6th? So I think that through a design process we might be able to make the impact less, but. That's something that we can bring up with Todd and talk to Todd about. Because I think like if we had a single story home in the front and then maybe along the alley or whatever, if there's an alley access there and that became like two story with a garage apartment like we've done on Ninth Street, to mm -hmm. me that feels more appropriate for the fabric of the neighborhood 
than a you know than a fourplex on a lot this big you know which right. is what happens because every you know the buyer wants to maximize the value but I don't think that I think it's to the detriment of the historic. Well, that's something I'll talk to that planning way. about. We'll come back with you uh, on mm -hmm. that again because we are working on the policy for the purchase um, for a commercial and residential property. So we'll bullet point it, come back, and, and let y'all review it, um, and we'll work on this before October 1. Yeah, please. Um, not really of you, but of everybody. Is, is a, would a developer or somebody buying a lot consider it more valuable at multifamily zoning than single sure. so if we wanted to since we're doing the code and everything if we wanted to look at maybe rezoning that strip out that might be a problem yeah you can't down zone well and I and I think that it's the type of unit that goes in maybe not I mean if you did a nice little villa product that was an attached that looked like or a bungalow type that's a duplex then that goes with the fabric of the community <clears throat> so Really, it's more the design of the unit than it is what type of unit it is. Yeah, Multifamily, like a, a duplex, mm -hmm. or so there's a really nice one up on uh, 8th Street at 14. Is that the Cross one that has the entrance off one street and yes, one off yeah, eight? Yeah, yeah, I mean, Cross that's from the old Mills on Wheels. Yeah, I know yes. who built that. I yeah. know who built yeah, that. I know the developer of that. Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a nice thing, you know, a nice look to go for, something like that. All right, I'll make sure that I talk to Todd and I got we'll points bring from something the back to president. you. So one more thing, we were talking about Mr. Hunt's house. So that's a perfect example. At the end of that road, they put four homes on one, like maybe four, three lots or whatever. I mean, it, it, it looks uncomfortable for that, for that neighborhood it does. it does and you know we just need to make sure that we don't have holes that we're paying attention to this and like for example mr hunt's lot really needs to be single family or one of these uh villa homes because you could we you know the back alley could be paved and that could be really nice could have you know someone have interest from the front someone have interest for the back and it's really pretty so or a beautiful um Stormwater pond with a fountain in it. <laughs> we might need one of those. So yes. Yeah, so the development, there, the development that's, I don't know, along Seventh, Eighth, and gateway. B Avenue, C Avenue, the Gateway Project. That's the uh, developer who's looking at the property, and <clears throat> the proposal right now is that that would be drainage. Uh, you know, some type of uh, retention pond is what that would be used for. But we'll make it look nice. And here's the other thing that, that you need to understand is that in this, the CRA will provide incentives. And if we're going to provide incentives, we need to get what we want. So, you know, there's a way around this that, that we can make it what we want it to be. And the, the one thing, though, we know, it, the way it's owned now, if somebody buys it, they can do whatever they want to within the zoning allowed, you know. Right. So there's no type of design standards or anything in place, really. Correct? Not that we'll address that. Right. No. Not right now. How soon could that happen? Well, I will tell you, and I'm getting off course, but y'all can help bring me back. Um, currently, the CRA is working on the update of the master plan and the design standards. And so within the update of the design standards, we can address them. And so it will be by the beginning of next year before it's done so that would come back to uh, uh, it will come back to you multiple times you'll yeah, see like it multiple that. times as we go through it okay thank you uh, next uh, sidewalks and trails so currently we are building the high priority um, sidewalks that were in identified in the CRA sidewalk master plan so in 23-24, we will go back and we'll do the mid-level and the low-priority um, sidewalks that were identified so that every street, the majority of the streets in the CRA, will have at least one six-foot sidewalk on one side of the road. Not both sides, but one side. So next year, we put money in the budget to do the planning, the survey, the uh, construction plans, everything so that 
when we get to next year's budget, we'll put in construction dollars so that sidewalks will just keep going until we get them done. We'll just keep plugging along until we get them done. Um, and I know that we did not address the trail on 20th because of right-of-way in, in the first um, iteration of this plan. We're going to go back and look at it and see if there's something we can do to try and put a trail on 20th to 5th. Um, Miss Gale. Yes, sir. We skipped down um, on, the on the downtown home theater rehab. I'm, I'm going to get to oh, it. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going round and round. Okay. Um, Fifth Avenue streetscape. The Fifth Avenue streetscape is from 301 to 1st Street on that side of 301. So we're going to make it look like this side. There will be landscaping, landscape pots, benches, trash receptacles, banners, uh, new landscaping. So I am working with Pasco County and FDOT. FDOT um, and the county are trying to work out an agreement to, um, for the county to take that road over. So it will be county road, not state road anymore. They haven't gotten there that uh, yet. So I'm working with FDOT to just get an interlocal agreement because it's theirs right now. So we can go ahead and start working on that. Um, <clears throat> entrance signage at Fifth Avenue and 301. We have plans. We've worked on this before. Um, we want to go ahead. We're doing the new branding. We want to come out with a bang with our branding um, after you approve that and your logo. Say Fifth Avenue and 301. Yes, over here. You know where the pink signs are. Right. We took those to out. Yes. And so we're going to put something back to let people know. Now, didn't, do we already have a design for what we were possibly going to put in? Well, we, ha we have multiple designs, and we have pieces and parts that FDOT will accept. Some they won't, so we're going to work with what we can get approved, and then with our new logo, use that. So we won't have to have that. it redesigned, then we can use that. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you. And what are these signs going to say? Well, I can't tell you that. Well, what are they? Downtown. Downtown. <laughs> but what are the... Go ahead. So, so until so until the the until the council has accepted um, the new branding, that's the driver of what the entrance signs will look like and potential park signs will look like. <clears throat> so, until that's accepted, there's really not a design to show anybody because we're still working through that process. So, hopefully, in the next we were all sworn to secrecy month, we should have on the that branding. Done. You mean? Yes. The branding. Uh, well, yeah. I'm not worried about the branding. What I mean is, what I'm, I'm worried about, not worried, that's not the right word. That's a lot of money to say welcome to downtown. Well, when you know you're there. Well, here's the, here's the other it? thing. I, have, I think I have over budgeted in several locations. Because last year I under budgeted and every, bud every project I had was underfunded. So I would rather say we've got money left over to do another neighborhood sign or something like that than under budget and have to come back and say, you know, I thought it could be done for 50000 but it's going to take seventy-five. I've kind of got a different feeling so, about entrance signs now. President, if I could, please. Yes. Oh, sorry, Mr. Vice President. Um, is one of, one of I, as I recall, one of the designs, one of the purposes of redoing this signage was to help draw people to, our, to downtown, to the businesses downtown. So there, my understanding is there will be slots for, to advertise the businesses that are downtown so that when people are driving down 301 and they're not familiar with our community, and they see that sign, historic district, you know, cafe this way. That that information, I think, is incorporated in all that money, right? In in one of the sign designs, y'all will get to approve mm -hmm. the final design, and so that will be up to you of what that looks like. And are they? We're, all right, we could, we'll talk about that when it comes to us. So. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, so the entrance signage and the park signage, we're going to um, redo the park signage. 
with the new branding. Again, putting that forward of Zephyr Hills and this new logo will do Shepherd's Park, Veterans Park, um, Transplant Park, thank you. Hercules Park, the funding for the signage is already built into the budget, so we don't have to worry about that one. But we will do all of the parks within the CRA. I can't do um, cruising because it's not in the CRA. Didn't we have something in front of the Wawa or something scheduled for that too? We did, but they used the they used the land, okay. um, and then they had um, they had to use it for wiring. Perfect. Yes, okay. yes, and we got pushed out because of that. Um, but I am looking for opportunities to put signage out, you know, on the north end of town, also on the south end of town. I mean, we do need to herald that you're coming into a different place. The CRA is different. Um, everything about it is different. The downtown is different. And we want people to see that just by the visuals that we present them. Um, so the next item is public art. So we started talking about public art. And, you know, we've been working on projects and, and there's a lot of new homes and a lot of new stuff coming in. Um, the idea is Main Street is doing a lot of murals. What else can we do? If we're going to be this great uh, city of great neighborhoods and neighborhood parks, so it needs, we need public art. So what does that look like? So this plan or this funding looks at creating a plan and also doing some art in next year so that we have something, whether it's part of the entrance design. I don't know, I'm not an artist, but I want to do something besides just murals that we can have uh, in the downtown or in the CRA district. So again, you may say that $100,000 is too much. I don't know that it is, but if we have money left over, we can do more art with it. The next thing, the movie theater. So Main Street received $1.25 million for the restoration of the home theater. It's not enough to do what needs to be done at the home theater, so I, we put 125000 in to help with the rehab. There's, there's a lot that's got to be done as far as agreements and how this is gonna work out between now and October when we start this. But I, I wanted to put some money in the budget so that we could help um, fund the restoration. Every single survey we've done, everything that we've ever put out to the public, the number one thing besides parks is that movie theater. Could have all these things that could happen, a community theater or this or that. There's a lot that has come up about it. So I wanted to put some money in there so that we could help. Now the city manager will talk to you more about the agreement on the movie theater and how that's gonna work because we still have to work that out. Um, but that's why the money's in there. Adam, on the, I, I agree 100% that, what did we get a million in what? Main Street got 1.25 million. Okay. That's the conversation is that is, I mean I've been inside the building and there is in my opinion and I'm sure Lance is a contractor uh, Councilman Smith I don't believe that's even going to come close to touching what needs to be done with we that don't building. own it either no I, that that's my question is like yeah. <laughs> how in the hell do you get money on a building you don't own that'll be one-on-one -on -one conversations that I have with each of you okay. yeah because <laughs> if I'm that seller guess what the price is I what, how much did you get? 1.1? That's yes. what the price is. Yes. So I'm trying not to, um, those are questions and discussions that you will have one-on-one -on -one with the city manager in the coming days. Okay. Okay. Um, and then we have Quack Plaza. Um, we put 250000 in the uh, budget. The one of the agreements that I made with the city manager over uh, the master plan 
is we're going to have the consultants look at Clock Plaza and is it is it part of the master plan for parks? It's a park. Do we include it in, in that? Or do we look at it as economic development in our downtown and we look at it in that way and not as a park? So GAI, who is our consultant uh, on the master plan, is gonna make some recommendations on how we handle Clock Plaza. It is a, um, I don't know, um, a beloved part of downtown and I think we need a third party to look at it and say here's some suggestions here's some ideas and let us make the final decision but come up with uh, some ideas that um, either treat it as a park or treat it as economic development could be either one so <coughs> Madam, there's uh, money in there for it I'm sorry uh, how much money are we going to put into this um, having these people look at it it's part of the already budgeted funding that's been approved added this year it's part of the master plan Park master. thank you so um, also in the funding uh, not in major projects it's in consultants um, the CRA has put in 75,000 Public Works has put in 25000 to pay for the master plan of the parks, the parks master plan. So that's included in the budget as well. Questions? Um, yeah, and I just have a question because I don't see the little bit loud in there. Is it kind Thank of like? You. So a little bit loud has been pulled out. Okay. Um, I, we could not get the numbers down that I thought I had three votes to approve it. But I'm telling you, we're not done with a with little bit loud. There are other ideas. Um, we hope to use the land right now. Main Street's using it for their night markets, and it's very successful as part of the night markets. But we are going to continue because downtown has got to spread. It's got to be more than just the three blocks of Fifth Avenue. The zoning is correct on 8th, on both sides of 8th. There's opportunity, we have the city hall, we have the library, we have parking lots on both sides. Growing downtown this way makes sense. So you haven't heard the last of it, it's just out of the budget for right now. I would just like to add to that that um, I think an important component of that was the improvements to the alley. I know you're, you're talking about, you're saying you're still going to do some of the infrastructure type improvements? Correct. Yeah, the stormwater improvements that were proposed along <clears throat> that alleyway still need to occur. Because, I, I mean, that, that they still need to occur. I was about to get out of my lane real quick. Well, I was, I'm, I'm talking about that has, has to be done. That's in the I budget. You're going to take care of that. Correct. But I think some of the... That'll um, come out of, of the public art... Oh, enhancement of the alley mm -hmm. and connecting you know connecting it bricking it or whatever to make it a link to downtown too uh, should be is an important aspect of that project I, I love the idea of putting some kind of gateway or an archway or something on fifth creating a pathway to six and what we call the backyard the parking that's back here, and and again, some of the other attractions that are on 8th Avenue. Now, how will that impact the fire department, though? They are fine with it. We met with them okay. over. Okay, they'll just go out 7th then, or okay, all right. They're fine with it. We we made sure they were when we were planning the the backyard. So thank you for bringing that up. It's in what my notes. A little bit loud was the original name of the backyard oh, park. Okay, and it's and you know we we promised the promised the residents that we were going to do this and we spent a lot of money on design and and all that but the reality is is that all a lot of that money is is for work you'll never see so it's all underground that was the biggest challenge this this little project had is that it has a slope and there's you know there's drainage issues and you know I talked to the city manager about it and said you know we could we could do uh, a CDBG grant to help us with the with the water issues and the drainage and the underground, but um, it just feel it felt too complicated for a, for just a passive park right now. So 
Um, I think we're not giving up. I know. I think it's still being used by Main Street, which the space is still being used, especially if we improve that link between Fifth Avenue and Sixth Avenue. I think that'll be a win. I just want to say one thing on that. Um, I, I believe that we have plenty of different options. Preferably for me, I would prefer us having someone buy it and then we already have the plans, like uh, Councilwoman Wilkerson said, and that would be part of the deal on selling the property. That way we can have them put what we want there, but at least it's not coming out of the city's pocket and um, and it'll be back on the tax grill. Right. Uh, it wasn't something that I was against by any means. If it had come in on budget, I, I, no problem. It would have been a done deal. But um, I just think we have options. We do have options, and you'll see them uh, in the coming months. Okay. Um, any other questions on the budget? I do have a couple other questions. So, um, Ms. Hamilton, one of the things that we have talked about, and I know that it's something I've talked about with Mr. LeBlanc and, and Mr. Poe, and that is this idea of preserving our history and, and preventing the destruction of some of the more important contributing structures. And um, it was important that Mr. Proctor brought up the, the issue of taking properties off the tax roll. So that, that's a balance for us, that if, we're gonna, if, we're, if the CRA is going to purchase properties because we're trying to preserve them for, our, you know, for perpetuity, and, and, one of the, and there's lots of successful examples. For example, the Women's Club, you know, they, they are preserving that structure and the history of that structure without, you know, without a big strain on the city. Yeah, do we have to help them with major improvements like ADA ramps and things like that? We have in the past, but that's a win. But I think there are other properties that, that are at risk that one of the things we talked about before Ms. McGuire left was, was for her to prepare a list of contributing structures and for us to prioritize those based on their condition. So if that is something that we have talked about, is that under the purview? Of the of the general fund in the city, or is that under the purview of of planning and zoning, or is it under the CRA? Well, the historic district is contained within the CRA. It is something that Audrey and I worked on together and discussed before she left. Um, in the uh, policy that we're drafting, historic preservation and the preservation of buildings is going to be a section in there so that it's up to the CRA board to decide, um, do we buy it and to preserve it? Do we buy it to you know, offer it up as an incentive to a developer? How, how is that going to work? That's one of the questions that, as we started talking about purchasing land, that came up. That was one of the questions. So we're trying to answer that in a policy that we can bring back to you. So if we were successful in purchasing the, the Tampa Theater, we could then turn around and we could turn that over to a third party operator so that the exposure for the city would be minimal over time. But I, I don't know the answer to that because and it's overpriced, yeah. Yeah, but that is, there, there have been many discussions about uh, how to run plan. the theater once we have it rehabbed. And I, th I think it's important that we note that it doesn't matter what they ask. I mean, we can't pay over an appraised price for it. Exactly I right. mean, so the that person's going to have to be reasonable. Um, yeah, but they don't have to sell it. Right. Well, then we turn the money back to the state. Yeah. I mean, that uh, that's not optimal in my opinion, really, but we are tied to a certain price. Yes, we are. Now, I have one other question. If, if we decide that we're not going to put the money into it, which, <laughs> believe me, I'm, it's, just, it's not something I'm super excited about at all, but um, the money can't be used um, in, on a different project? Right. It's, it's, um, it's specific to the, to the theater for the purchase and rehab <clears throat> of that structure. So, yeah, so if, if, if it's not used... Um, it cannot be reallocated to, to another project. I was really surprised that we got that 
oh. and got denied on the stuff we really needed. Well, but remember that this was applied for two years ago, and it was already it had already been kind of nixed twice. Yeah. But I also think that you know maybe maybe the first step is just preserving the facade. You know, a lot of cities, the 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 structure itself is deteriorated to the point where it can't be saved, but they save the facade and they are able to renovate that and it keeps the character of right. the downtown without compromising the property owner's ability to lease the space as a cash cow, which is what's happening now. So, so there's, there, the city manager will have discussions with okay. you about that. Okay. Okay, I, I, get, I see where you're going, thank you. <laughs> Any other questions on, on the budget? This will come back to you again, remember. This is just your first glance Does the mayor, at it. Did you have an input, Madam Mayor? <laughs> Please. Well, one thing, you know, I mean, obviously everybody knows I'm anxious to see something with the movie theater. Uh, that's not a surprise. But, you know, a lot of it is historical reasons mm -hmm. but another at the chamber we had a number of people try to purchase that building to do exactly what we would like there which would be you want to bring people downtown at night if you can have retro nights plays you know music that Community is exactly theater. what you would bring down there along with saving that Kwanzaa uh, so I understand it's going to be a lot of money but we spend a lot of money all kinds of places too I'm not, you know, but um, it's something that our, everybody's been looking at yeah. for a long time, a long time, and I do think you'd be able to find a third-party manager easily. Mm -hmm. I, really yeah, I think it's a good project. I think it's a good partner with Main Street, um, and, I, and I think, you know, since it got put in the budget and we have a state senator that's very gun-ho on it, you know, if we could get more money the next year. You know, we can always apply for more money, so. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not against the building. It's a, I used to go to the movies there when I first moved here 30 plus years ago. I just, I know that it's gonna be it's, an yeah. unbelievable amount of money it's to rehab it. I just money. feel that it's gone to, it's so deteriorated. But anyway, I'm gonna let that go. Okay. Is there any other questions? I'll talk to each of you individually. Thank you. <laughs> We opened up that okay. one. Yeah. So I think the next thing on my agenda is my report. Yes. So a couple of things I just want to make you aware of. Um, we are work, staff is working with the county property appraiser and BGE to identify all of the vacant properties within the CRA. So um, we can create some kind of um, incentive program to make those vacant properties have, um, make them more useful. Um, Hercules Park, we got the final plans in the contract. We're working on uh, grand opening, or not grand opening. Um, groundbreaking. 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 Groundbreaking, thank you. Uh, on the groundbreaking. So all of you will pick a date. We'll give it far enough in advance so that all of you can be there. We'll have your little gold hats and gold shovels and um, we're working on making it a community day. So everybody in the community can come out, see plans, see what we're going to build, build and get excited about it. Um, the master plan update and design standards. You're gonna start seeing people uh, walking around in vest Taking photos, measuring, GAI will um, be here on August 15th with their team. They're also bringing their um, parks department that do park design and will do the park master plan starting in October. But they'll come because we have money in the budget that we received from the state for Zephyr Park. And how can we use that money before we have a master plan? they're gonna give us some ideas. But you'll see groups out walking and taking photographs. If somebody asks you, that's what it is, if it's in the CRA district, they're working on the update to the design standards and the master plan. New picnic tables have been ordered. We received notice, picnic tables for um, Clock Plaza. The ones that are there are rusted and they are 
Um, thank you. <laughs> Nasty. That's what um, she said. We got a, a delivery date of September 15th, I think it was. So we should see them. You should see them mid-September uh, at a clock plaza. <clears throat> Branding committee, not that I need to tell it. We need to discuss it. Just that we've been working on it. The branding committee has been working hard. ABC Action News did a story on the sidewalks and what the city of Zephyr Hills is doing to improve the neighborhoods. It was a really good, um, positive piece for the city. Um, Main Street and the CRA partnered to provide lunch for our public works workers and, and partners. Um, as we talked about what the CRA was doing uh, next year, I wanted to get their buy-in. I wanted them to see and, and know what we were thinking about and get their input. We also, uh, the Main Street, Antoine wanted to thank all of the workers for coming out and helping on our night markets. Yes, they get paid for it, but they don't get paid enough to do, to you know, work in the rain and, 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 and the heat and be as helpful as they are. We are so lucky to have such a great public works department in the streets and um, parks. So we wanted to thank them. We are working on new grants for 2024. You'll hear more about that as we go through it. And working on the budget. It's been a busy month. So that's all I have. Any questions? Any more questions? I, I do have one question regarding the plaza benches. I think you and I have had a conversation about this before. So are the plaza benches comfortable for people? I mean, have, has anyone done the, the behind test, the, sit, the, the seat test? They are incredibly comfortable for about 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's about typical for a yeah. like that. Okay. It's great for a lunch, but after that, they are single individual seats. Um, and they are round. The table is round and the seats go around it. There is space for someone who is in a wheelchair so that they are accessible, but um, they have the historic are, character sort of of the rest of the stuff that's in our yes, downtown district. Yes, they right. will match what we already have and uh, you can't lay on them unless you're laying on the table. Um, are they going to fit into what you've budgeted for improvements to Clock Plaza? Or are you going to? Yes, they'll match. They're going to match. Everything will match the trash cans, the benches that are there, the street poles. All of that are complementary to each other. Well, I mean, you're going to do the funding is coming out of this year's budget. The funding for those benches will come out of the current budget. I know, but you've budgeted 250,000 for next year, so they will go with that as well. You're not going to have to tear them, take them out, and put them back. We will use them again. All right. Any more questions on this? Seeing none, uh, thank you, madam. That thank was a you. great report, and I thank our uh, accounting department. Good job. And I believe next on the agenda is the Main Street Activity Report. Mm -hmm. Oh, we forgot. It's always a tough act to follow. I don't know why I'm always scheduled to go behind Gil and all this wonderful information she has. And I got to come and bore you with what I have. But, oh. That is beautiful. We're already winning. <laughs> You're the ball. Woohoo! Um, yeah, it's been a busy month. Um, I feel like I've started over three or four times already just in this position, even though I was a board member and yada, yada, yada. There's a lot of information I did not know, and so I've been educating myself a lot. Um, I'm so appreciative. Gail mentioned the, the public works. I wish I could do a lunch for everybody because everybody's been so helpful. Um, the chambers, the mayor, Ms. Hillman, just everybody who's the councilman, um, everybody who's had access to me um, has been very helpful. But there's a lot, and and you know I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity, and we're gonna we're gonna do great things with the Main Street. Um, my name, my Main Street was mentioned a lot during the prior thing, so I feel like there's a lot to live up to. Um, but it, can we go to the next one? I will talk to you one on one. <laughs> I will not talk to you one-on-one. -on -one. So um, we, are, we are at the end of our summer night market series. Um, we had a very, I would say it was a learning process. We had some successes, and we also have some areas to grow, and we've identified some things that we can do better. 
And so I think moving forward, there's a lot that's gonna come out of the research and, and, and what we did. Um, we brought in over, um, I think I estimated 120 vendors. Um, and it was a good mixture of outside and inside. Um, vendors who are local, vendors who are looking to become local, vendors who had no idea what Zephyr Hills was. So it was a great opportunity for us to kind of showcase our city and showcase what we have. Um, I heard mentioned earlier about the, the, the little bit loud area. I think that we were able to test to see, hey, would the city walk from Fifth Avenue on 8th and, and come into there? And they did. I mean, everybody enjoyed it. Um, we had some great advice about signage, and we are still developing some signage, but we definitely addressed those things. We, um, we, we, we were able to get the fire department, the police department involved. We were able to get the library, the historical uh, committees, and, and things like that. A lot of people that just weren't doing things with our markets, they were able to you know, be involved. The car show was a huge hit, um, I will say. Um, it, was, it was a lot more than what I was expecting, um, but we were able to maintain it. We can see that the City Hall parking lot has a lot of different functions that I don't necessarily know if I even thought about when we first started trying to talk about moving everything over. Um, but it was able to be self-contained. We didn't you know, have any issues. The, the, the pathway was great. Um, and so there's just a lot, you know, there was, a, there was an estimated of 150 cars that participated. The crowd was amazing. It was definitely, I feel like, one of our best crowds we've had for the markets in a long time. And, you know, there's been some positive feedbacks. Um, we did have some struggles with food trucks. I just realized that food trucks don't like to be overbooked. And so we had some, 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 some situations, but we've addressed those already. We've, we're speaking to a group that's out of Tampa that, that hosts Plant Cities and Lakeland food trucks events. And I'm, you know, I'll bring it to my board and hopefully they'll approve or we'll have someone else handle that for us because it's a lot hard. It's, it's really difficult to, to negotiate with food trucks when they're, when they're not used to your area generating a lot of foot traffic. And that's what they go off of. How much foot traffic can they get when they come out to your area? So again, learning process, um, but I'm extremely thankful for everybody who came out. Like I said, there was a lot of council um, people and, 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 and men and women came out and supported and a lot of other people that came out and supported. So I, I think we're heading in the right direction with that. Next, we have our combined committee meeting. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I save questions to the end? Okay. Next, we have our combined committee meeting coming up in August the 8th. Um, we're going to use this, this combined effort to kind of educate people. There's a lot of things I've learned over my time in this role, and I just want to be able to share it with my committees um, and talk about, you know, what Main Street can truly do for an area and that way, when the committees go out and they, they represent Main Street, they're able to give information that's been, you know, talked about and, and, and described to a way, in a way that everybody can understand it. And um, I spent last week at an event in Ocala, uh, the Preservation of Main Street, our state conference for Main Street. Right now, I will tell you my head is swimming because of all the things that I have in my mind from this event and then coming back and having to do this today is a little bit unique because I have so much... Um, energy and, and, and thoughts that I want to put forth. The one thing I will say, I don't know how to kind of come across this the right way, was the cities that were successful had a, had a buy-in. You know, there were council um, council people. I don't know if it's called women or men. I'm sorry if I keep messing you it up. Me council members, council members, I apologize. There were council members, thank you. There were city managers, there were mayors. You know, I, I will say some towns very close to us received awards. And the only thing I could think about when I was there is I was by myself. And so I'm determined for next year to encourage and recruit people to go because Zephyr Hills is such a prideful place. And I think that we, we will make a mark. I made as much of a mark as I could by myself, I promise you. Uh, I got a chance to meet with the state secretary and anybody who I could meet and I could say the word Zephyr Hills, they, they heard Zephyr Hills over and over. And they, I, there's a lot of people who know who Antoine, Zephyr Hills Main Street and Zephyr Hills. I, I can guarantee you that. But you know, I, I, there's a lot of there's a lot of success yet to be had here, and I think that by the time I attend this this meeting next year, it's going to be unbelievable for us. And you know, that's just my 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 feeling about that. And then lastly, I just wanted to show off our new location, so I, I tried to put it on as many pictures as I could. Right. I'm so excited about the office, so I just kept putting it up there. But. Um, if anyone needs to get in touch with me, that's our phone number, um, our address, obviously our website and our social media sites. And then lastly, I just want to say thanks. You know, I, I appreciative of all the all the insight. I couldn't do anything without our great CRA director. She's been amazing through this process. And I don't think I say thank you enough to her um, because I'm just so used to having to run there and give her all my issues and problems. But 
you know, she's been amazing through everything. And so that's it. Any questions now? You have any questions for us? I have a comment. I just, I've been to the night markets. They've been good. I can see the buildup. The car show was fantastic. I mean, you were had people double parked out there. I mean, it was great. So good job. Thank you. And the community wanted it. That's, the, that's one of the biggest things about it was they asked for that, and I was thankful that we were able to deliver in such a small time. I think that we'll look to make it bigger, but we got to get some other things in order first. Like car shows. They, do. they, they love car shows. Did not know how area. much. Yes. And Go next year I'm there for you. You tell me about it, I'm there for you. I, I love what you're doing. So. Just a comment, pretty interesting. We went to the night market and um, Mad Dragon Studio, I'd never been there, and you got them to open up, walk in there, very impressed with the place. I mean, it's my daughter is a huge Harry Potter fan, so when she comes down, we'll go in there because of that. So I would have never went in there otherwise. So um, I think encouraging everybody you can to get open. They had a good crowd in there too, so they had to be happy. I thought the turnout was good too. It's iffy in the summertime with the with the rain, but it worked out well. So congrats. Thank you. We have some wonderful merchants, and we just need to continuously support them. Thank you, um, Mr. President. So congratulations to you. I wanted to ask you, one of the images from the, um, state, from the state conference there, could we go back to that? In the center, it looked like there were some murals or something. What, why did you take that photograph and include it in this? You know, no, right. The, the one down at the bottom center. You know, yeah. my mind was all over the place. There was so much information coming in, and all I could think about was how beautiful their murals were. And it was, that was actually right next to the city hall, right by, they actually have their, um, splash pad in front of a city hall and they had the murals behind it and to me it just symbolized like everything is coming together the right way um and i just i don't know it just it just caught my attention and there's so many pictures i got i want to show everybody um and you'll see some more um in the in the months moving forward but that particular picture just you know it was it's not an art mural it's a meaningful mural and that's that's it meant something to me and i don't even know who it was um, but it meant something to me just where it was located and just, you know, there was some story behind it. I guess I should find out the story behind it before I post it somewhere else. But I just liked the, the look of it. I thought you were going to say something about my picture. I mean, come on. You, I, I put myself out there. It's always challenging because I think sometimes those are like during the week or whatever. And the board members, for the most part, work. So, you know, but but being able to attend just one day. I've done it before. And um have have gone to like other low other nearby cities like um, Plant City one time Amy Chapel and I went and we learned a lot about um, the language that that you need to use when you're representing the city or the city's brand. Uh, so anyway, I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. Glad you got to do that. Yeah, at least at least one day if I could just get a few board members or someone just to come and represent us more than anything because it's a marketing opportunity. Let's give us a little head up. Heads up, and then we can. Yeah. Try. Oh well, next year Tallahassee, everybody will get an invite because we're going to uh, celebrate some great opportunities on Main Street. We have any other questions for Antoine? Well, I would like to thank you very much, Antoine. I, I think ever since you became our Main Street director, you've hit the ground running and been doing a, an amazing job. Thank you. Thank you for everybody. All your hard work. And last is citizens' comments. Are there anyone signed up, ma'am? There's no one signed up to speak on this item. Is there anyone in the audience that would like to speak at this time? Seeing none, I will close this meeting. Y'all want a break? Or yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, let's take a five-minute break, and then we'll start the council meeting.